The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. News when you need it. Fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. Some Rod Stewart in town tonight. Wonder what he's up to this afternoon. Probably having his nap. <laughs> sure. He's, Feeding one of the kids? He's he's had his warm milk. He's having his nap. Oh, come on. No, it's, uh, I think, a ritual for entertainers to get some rest so you start your day with the show. It's not a... Some warm wasn't a shot milk. at his I age. I think that was a shot. I don't think it was. I'm probably older than Rod Stewart. No, you're not. Okay. Well, anyways... Um, yeah, Rod's in his seventies. Is he? Mm-hmm. Nah, he's still rocking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite child? Uh, I saw that article. <laughs> and the answer is no. It, it is uh, funny. Apparently, it's usually your youngest. Well, you might not admit it, Chedville. Twenty-three percent of parents favor one child. Chances are it's the youngest. There you go. So of the parents who admitted to actually having a preference, more than half said it was for their youngest child. A little more than a quarter of the parents said the oldest was the favorite, and middle children came in last. Well, if you're a middle child, and I'm not, but I've often heard the complaint that the middle child is the most forgotten. I, I can understand it, and, and again, most it had to be an anonymous survey, because I don't think most <laughs> parents would say out loud that they have a favorite, but here's my theory on that. The oldest is the one who teaches you to parent, and the youngest is the one... You get to enjoy it with. You get with. to enjoy the <laughs> skills that you've gained from the older one, and they're also the one that you still have an opportunity to perhaps mold them into the child that you hope the others would be. So Listen to this. Okay. Um, parents showered praise on the kids they think of as their mini-me's. 41% with a favorite said their child reminded them of themselves. Hmm. 22% said the favorite also happened to be their best looking kid. <laughs> Isn't that sad? <laughs> Grandparents even more guilty of picking sides. Um, apparently 42% of the grandparents confessed to preferring one of their grandchildren. In 40% of the cases, the oldest. And here's an interesting side stat as well. <laughs> once, once a parent in this survey had committed to a favorite child, they then asked, well, what is it about the other mm. child um, that makes them less favored? And the number one answer was, well, the other one are more demanding or tricky. So it's a comparison thing as well. Yeah. So it might be the path of least resistance. It might be the child that gives you the least grief is also... You know, but but again, that relates to age, right? Because as they get older, they start talking back. Like you know, you wait for them to talk, and then you can't get them to shut Mm-mm. up. And, and as they get older, and, and then they more, stop talking to you again yes, for a while, and then yeah, they well, the they whole friend thing. Yeah, I I was um, and I still am a firm believer that my brother was always the favorite child out of the two of us mm. when we especially well I'm not sure anymore but certainly growing up as uh, as young kids and in through high school simply because he was smart 
He was smart. Mm. He was very cute. He had beautiful blonde mm. hair and blue eyes. Um, he was athletic. He had all of these things that pop up in studies like mm. this. Oh, he was better looking. He was smart. He wasn't a pain in the butt. Whereas you compare him to me, yeah. and I was ugly. Oh, my. Um, and struggled in school mm -hmm. um, and was just really quite awkward. Whereas my, my brother never was that. I think the study... You know the slideshows? Yes. The oh, slideshows. Yes. You know, the, oh, mm -hmm. let's get together. Chick, chick, oh, chick, chick, yeah. chick. Mm -hmm. oh, and the pictures of my brother would go by. It's like, oh, look at I him. I think you're imagining <gasps> No, I'm not. Okay. I am not. If we were to call my dad or my mom right now, they would tell you the same thing. And then a picture of me would come up and they'd all laugh. I'm going to tell you something. I think the study is missing a huge element that they didn't think of. And and I'm serious now. And and you know how I sometimes say all poodles are dogs but not all dogs are uh -huh. poodles. You got to sometimes look at this. So the study looked at parents and they asked parents about their favorite child. What they didn't look at, they didn't look at it from a child's perspective. So while I say that parents get better at parenting with experience, children get better at childrening through experience uh -huh. as well. So I'll give you a great example. My dad at 10 o'clock would yell down the stairs, or 9 o'clock, I don't know, would yell down the stairs, get to bed. He'd yell down to whoever was in the bed, get to bed. So downstairs would typically be my brother Jim, my brother Doug, and I, and I'm the youngest. And by the way, I will openly and readily admit that I was their favorite. And I'm still my mom's favorite. So my dad would yell down the stairs, get to bed. Now if Jim answered, he would say, I'm not going to bed, I'm old enough to stay up. Okay, that didn't go well. <laughs> My brother Doug would say, no, there's a show I want to watch it, and that would not go well. I would respond, okay, Dad, coming right up. And then I would stay down there for two more hours. I think children get better at childrening. I, I watched how my parents interacted with my older siblings. I saw what went wrong, and I corrected that behavior. Now, I didn't change what I did. I just changed how I presented it to my yeah, parents. How, yeah, how you were saying yeah. it, how you were dealing with them. To this day, my mother will tell you that I was such an obedient child. Always did as I was told. No, you completely lacked follow-up. You think <laughs> I did what you, right? And and it would, and it, it sort of manifests itself. It, it becomes this rock gathering moss because as what happens is as they begin as a parent begins to see one child as being more behaved more obedient they start to blame everything else mm. on the other children so anything gets broke broken yeah. it was always my brother yeah, Doug, and even if he wasn't home because you were in there you you were in a kind of a, a herd yep. there you had five yeah that's there's a lot of kids and when yep. there's just one or and there's just two yeah and and Jeffrey and I are only fifteen months apart. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's not a lot of wiggle room. See, going parenting on there. is a pain, and and the the more pain the child takes away from the parent, the more the parent will favor that particular child. Now, my experience has been that girls are more of a handful than boys, and maybe that's because as a dad and as a man, I sort of understand my male children uh -huh. more than I understand uh -huh. my female children. So I find that in my in my mind, I'm constantly arguing with my daughters. And, and they don't even see it as an argument. You know, they see it as a debate or a healthy discussion, which I don't see. The boys, I would say, are more like me, but maybe they're just more like boys. You say, 
do this, they go, okay. Or not. Yeah, or not. But there's not this big discussion and this uh, analysis and history, and there isn't essays and PowerPoints to go along with it. You're either, <laughs> it's happening or it's not happening, right? And I can, I, yeah. and again, they looked at this from the parent's perspective. Yeah. So when a parent goes, well, my favorite is my son, who's, by the way, most like me and is not as high maintenance as my daughter, they're all seeing it from their perspective, but they're not seeing it from the child's perspective. They're just, he's more like you because I, I would like to see that broken down by sex. I'd like to see it broken down by age, and I'd like to see it broken down. Um, I'd like to see the other way around is from the kids. Which right. one is your favorite parent? Sure. That's a great question. I'd be, Yeah. Yeah. I think Carol, honestly, I think Carol would be both Hunter and Maddie's favorite parent. But again, that doesn't make the other a bad parent. I, I believe myself to be the disciplinarian. I'm also the keeper of all things financial uh, when it comes to the, you know, the kids. And I'm, I'm the one who says when and where we're going on vacation. Like, there's just a lot of things that I control that, that, I, that the kids would see me as being somebody they have to get past. <laughs> Carol is more the, oh, I saw a pair of pants that Maddie would love person. Or, by the way, Hunter, if you look in the closet, there's three new shirts there. You know, I don't do that stuff. I, nor do I have any interest in doing that stuff. It, Carol's the one who gets them their favorite food and puts it in the pantry or, you know, cut up their chicken. Who did you like more, your mom or your dad? Yikes, that's a tough Isn't one. Isn't it, though? I, I, res I liked my mom more and respected my dad more. Okay. Mine's changed. It's ebb. It there's it's ebb and flow over mm. the years. Over forty seven years, yeah. You know that I have a dysfunctional family past, though. Oh, so, so do I. I have right. a great. We both have dysfunctional families, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah. But it's just one of those ones. It's a. I'm not sure. Yeah. One day, my mom is 93, mm -hmm. and out of respect for my mom, I will only say as much as I'm willing to say Absolutely. until she's no longer on the planet. Yeah. But on the, you know, given some time to grieve when my mom's no longer with us, I'll have a real honest conversation with you and our listeners mm -hmm. about my childhood. Yeah. But for now, and knowing how this works, that I say something and now. And it gets back to And them. it gets back yeah, to my mom. I'm just it. not putting her through that at 93, so. Marcel from Toefield says, my favorite parent depended entirely what I wanted at the time. <laughs> um, hey, Jay and Andrew, my youngest is called the forgotten child by us and friends because her sister's the alpha dog. That's from Paul. Do you know, I saw it, and, and like I say, I was definitely the, my parents' favorite. There's no question. My, my brothers told me that. I believe it. I, I own it. I saw how they treated Doug, and he was the middle of five, mm -hmm. and you could see it. Yeah. Like he got the hand-me-downs from <laughs> from Bob as far as clothing mm -hmm. went and toys and everything else. Um, I didn't because you know the clothes wouldn't last through four boys to get to me. So I got new clothes. He got. I, I saw it in. Um, you know, when you have your first child and they're in a sporting event, yep. you go out and you watch every single game, right? Your middle child, you you, you don't do it as it's even uh. keeping baby books and stuff like that, where the first child, you keep everything, right? The middle child, you don't, because you kind of been there, done that. But the last one, you do again, because it's your last yeah. one. It's your last opportunity to go to those games or keep those books. My brother is still called the golden child. 
Yeah, by whom? You? By me and by jokingly everybody else in the oh, family. Okay. Some more of your texts coming in. Uh, I'm the youngest of three boys. I got away with so much. That's from Kevin. Corey the Carpenter says, I also raised more hell than my siblings. I didn't, I don't get it, but I'm not going to disagree with my dad. You must respect your elders. My dad told me I'm the favorite a few times before, and I'm the oldest. I'm never tired of hearing it. Hmm. <laughs> and Crazy Oiler fan says, I'm uh, my mother's favorite child and least favorite child because I am the only child. Huh. It, it is I, funny. That'd be, I'm not... Only children... Um, what, uh, who do you like more? Older siblings or younger siblings? Yeah. I only have older. Lived overseas for four years. Took uh, the family to about ton, 20 countries on vacations. I've been asked many times who our favorite child was. Different cultures. Yeah. I, I, uh, only... Ch- I think uh, being an only child... That's a whole other ball of wax right there. I can't imagine that, honestly. And neither can I. I mean, even not just to be an only child, but to only have one child. And everyone does whatever they want mm-hmm. to do. I'm not here to judge you. But the conversation I had with both wives that I had was if it was we were going to have children, then how many? We, we definitely were never, neither woman nor I was willing to have just one because we like the interaction between the kids uh-huh. and we still do uh-huh. I, I love to be honest with you I love when the older children when the bigs make plans with the smalls and I don't even know about it I love that I love seeing them hang out together would have you together. have had more than two children uh, maybe yeah the, or was two kind of the, two the, was well the listen yeah. you know what the answer to that is this if I had if stayed with my first wife. And everything, of course. If I had stayed with my first wife, I'd have probably had more children. Mm-hmm. But given my age with my second wife, yeah. um, two was enough. She wanted children, as did I. Um, but I didn't want to be changing diapers in my 40s. So, you know, we got it done early and mm-hmm. raised the kids. And and I'm, I'm happy with... I mean, I have four kids. So I got the four I wanted. Carol has two. She got the two she wanted. We're all happy. She just didn't have all four. I still wonder what that feeling is like. To have a child? Well, number one, to have a child, but to have that base, that internal thing that says <laughs> that you need that you, this this great need to have a child. You know, I don't know why you want to go down this road because you know there'll be one or two people who criticize you. For oh, they this. always do, and that's and fine. Then you'll be in a no, and I'm fine. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm good with it. I just, I, I wonder what it's that... It's just that's, missing from you. That's not an and, interest. And that's not... No, right. that's fine. I just, yeah. I wonder what that feels like. I think it must be an incredibly strong, passionate feeling. And I, th- I and I, I think feelings are good. Mm-hmm. And I, I just would like to know what that feels like for, uh, you know, a half a second. I, I'd like to know what it would feel like to be pregnant for, I don't know, maybe an hour at eight months. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I got my, my boys in my own way, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, I didn't do that. But I still wonder about that. Um, not wondering enough to go and do it. Right. <laughs> but I always wonder what it would feel like. <laughs> well, that uh, thought's never crossed I my mean, mind. I, I mean, sometimes it happens, it happens when I see a puppy. <laughs> I get that little feeling inside. Is, is that the same thing? Yeah, I don't know. No? Okay. Honestly. Colin texted in and said, I have four kids and four grandchildren, no favorites, but I do like different things about each of them. Hmm. And I think that's probably a... Sure, that's a great middle-of-the-road uh, answer. <laughs> Sabi- uh, Sabina, hi, how you doing? 
Good. How are you guys? Good. What's going on this afternoon? Oh, nothing special. Just looking forward to the weekend. Big plans? No. No. <laughs> no. No. That's just the weekend. Yeah. How many kids exactly. do you have? I, Sabina, how many kids do you have? Five. Whoa. Mm, that's a lot. Yeah, they're all they're all grown up now, but uh, you were wondering how it felt like what it feels like to have that urge. Yeah. Children. Well, I think I'm kind of odd because I never like I babysat when I was younger and I never liked babysitting. I never liked kids. Um, but when I wanted my own it was it just kind of was uh, it's almost primal like you yeah. can't even it's not really even a feeling it's kind of just an instinct or yeah. a urge and the five we have there's a set of twins in there so we got two for one kind of <laughs> there and then um being pregnant was i don't know i just i could be pregnant forever it just really felt Good. You love being to... pregnant. You're one of those yeah. women who loves being pregnant. Yeah. I've never understood I... that. <laughs> no, well, why, how could you? Yeah, you can't. Well, no, <laughs> because I can't understand. Right. I don't know what pregnancy feels like, but just from an objective observer, you don't feel well. Your your body is changing. You, you know, I just don't understand. I felt, I felt great. I huh. felt top of my game. I was organized. <laughs> I was physically fit. I never felt better than than when I was really pregnant. Even the first trimester, I felt great. And the other thing I was going to say about siblings, because we have five, I just have one brother, younger brother, and we fought constantly. So I was going to say about siblings, I think siblings are the best thing you can give your kids. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I was talking about earlier when I said I love watching the kids interact. Yeah. I, I love yeah. it when I'm not in charge of that interaction yeah. where I don't have to yeah. say, okay, we're all going to do this today. Yeah. I love it when the kids interact mm -hmm. and, and develop a plan on their own to do something. I think it's great. Yeah, and now that all our kids are grown up, our youngest is 18, our eldest is 29, so they do plan things on their own. And, yeah, it's, it's like watching fish. In an aquarium, just really relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Sabina, I, I have to say, I love that word primal, and I think that that uh, that's exactly that's exactly it. Uh, we had, um, I can remember having a house warming party when we first moved to Edmonton. Uh, my first husband and I, and he worked with a family that had at the time, and I, I'm trying to remember, it was either ten or twelve children. Yeah. And there was like a year in between. It was boom, boom, boom. It was one after another, after another, after another. All of them came to the housewarming party. Hmm. And it was wonderful to see how each of them took care of them, how mm -hmm. the bigs took care of the littles, how yeah. they it all went down. They were the best behaved children mm -hmm. I'd ever yeah. seen in my life. Often that's the way it goes in, in bigger families. It's the, the, the two... The, with just the two, they're the ones, like I said, my brother and I fought constantly. It's just now that we're like older that we start to started to appreciate each do you, other. Do you know the other thing though too, my, my, the kids in my family, and not the ones I've had, but the kids that I grew up with, they're spread out in age so far. People, a lot of our listeners know my oldest brother, Bob, mm -hmm. but by the time I'm even able to remember living, Bob had moved out. Yeah. So we've never had that close we didn't grow up together he he's like i know he's my brother and we spent you mm -hmm. know but he, we didn't grow up together my brother doug and my brother jim and i were together the longest my sister elizabeth eloped when i was just a few years old mm -hmm. so that's the other thing i wanted to say is that if you're going to have them have them 
Like, you know, just have them. Uh, yeah. a, a year. Get it over with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get them all to grow up together because, yes. you know, the bond will be there, right? It, just quickly before we uh, go, Sabina, I'm curious, uh, I'm interested to know how the twins are with the other kids, how the, the, the twins are with the three others. Are they, are they tighter th- well, with each other than the rest? We had a boy, uh, three girls, and then another boy. So the, the boys are 11 years apart in age, so they're like what you described, Andrew. They didn't, like, grew up for a part of the time, but... You know, our eldest moved out when our youngest was still a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so the twins, they're two girls, and of course, not of course, but they're they're fraternal, so they're not identical, and I never really considered fraternal twins to be like real twins. <laughs> okay. They're just like ordinary sisters born at the same time, sharing the same space for nine months, but <laughs> yeah. they're really close, and because... Um, like they're completely different, but because they grew up together, they they understand each other and they defend each other. And so the older sister and the t- like, one of the twin. It's uh, you know, and it, to answer your question, I really think it just matters the personality of the individual person mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and birth order. Like the oldest is the most responsible. He carried a lot of the responsibility for the longest time, so he's the most responsible. And the youngest, the baby, like other people who've texted in said gets away with. Yeah, they, don't, they never sweat. The parents never sweat the small stuff with the youngest. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Sabina, thanks for the phone call. Great to hear from you. Thank you for sharing your story. Have a fantastic weekend. We've got to get to the news. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.